Good evening. This is Derek Carver. Hello, and welcome. This is Aaron Barger. And you are listening to Southern Stories. Southern Stories is the show where we have conversations with real folks about their lives in the South. Yes, people that we know, people that we love. Derek and I speak to them. We discuss their lives, their <laughs> ideas, their cultures, their perceptions. And I'm actually Derek. That's right. Um, and today we talked to uh, a, a, a mutual friend who we've known for a little while, um, and you'll be able to pick up on that pretty easily, I think, in the episode. We, we wax a little goofy at times, but... Um, yeah, it's sprinkled in there. Um, kind of heavy near the end, especially. Yeah, yeah, sure. But in the beginning of the episode, I definitely... Uh, Christina Campbell is uh, really honest with us, and I think she, she she's very candid and uh, tells us a little bit about her life that uh, I think well, is very yeah, relatable. Yeah, I, well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if it's relatable, but it's definitely... it. You know, it feels sincere. And it's like you can always appreciate when somebody comes out honestly. Yeah, sure. When they're discussing anything, really. But uh, so we appreciate that. But I feel like because we've known her for so long. Yeah, towards the end of the episode, we we get we get off on rabbit trails and we start to enjoy ourselves a little bit. And I think <laughs> we forget <laughs> what we're doing. But that's a that's not a bad thing. I think that it's a uh, we learned a little bit about each other even uh well maybe yeah I, maybe but uh christina offers towards the end of the episode she she got a christina's a, a teacher at uh, the university and she's a student of french and she's, and she's a bit of a world traveler yeah, she's yeah, definitely had some over. experiences outside of the country and it she offers uh, even with some reluctance at times because she doesn't seem to feel like she has a lot to say about the South, she almost accidentally says a lot more than she means to. And I think that she provides us a few perspectives that we didn't expect and that we don't usually get. Well, I don't want to cut you off. Well, I guess, I actually, I'll let you finish your thought. Oh, it's too late. You've already messed me up. It's over. Well, uh, now I don't remember what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, I do remember, actually. She's a world traveler, and I traveled the world with her. I was going to say that. The whole world? No, just this part of it. Okay. But uh, um, there's nothing really relevant about it. Just like, just saying, hey, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I got to go somewhere <laughs> with this person. And so I guess it's kind of like bragging. I don't know. Yeah. Well, Is it? Did I, don't I come know. off I that way? I'm not really sure where <laughs> you were going with it. Well, I, I don't think I was going anywhere with it. Okay. But I felt like it needed to be said. Well, it, and it was. It was, it was said. definitely said. So, uh, <laughs> without do or further, here's Christina Campbell's Southern Story. Well, you so, so you said you listened to Chad's in preparation. Did you have you listened to any others? No, I didn't. When did you listen to Chad's? <laughs> Today. <laughs> Like a procrastinator or just not interested? <laughs> procrastinator. <laughs> That's how I do all things in life. <laughs> Me too. And that would be the most important one. Do I need to be closer to it like this? Well, would it, yeah, that's like good. This. Can you That's use good. your diaphragm Hello. a little bit? Hello. That's good. 
Yeah, she perfect. did spike. <laughs> yeah, she did. She held that. She, and she, I think that was a that might have been a perfect note. <laughs> Well, I am an opera singer. Oh, you didn't see, know I didn't that. know that. See, and you're, you're telling me you don't have a great... <laughs> we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, you're telling me you don't have a great story. <laughs> mm. Somehow or another, you managed to become an opera singer, and nobody knows about it. That's I'm a woman of many secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. See, and so that, that means that you do have stories. But if you... Um, I mean, like, I don't know, like, what your concern necessarily is. Like, if it's, like, I don't have a, a, a specific great story... Well, but let's just dive in. Okay, you know, <laughs> let's just water. All right, or we'll we'll dive, but somebody's gonna have to push her or pull. Do you As push we, in the water? That sounds really aggressive, and I don't like it. <laughs> let's maybe <laughs> let I'm me gonna, wade okay. in in my own. Okay, time. sure, that's fair enough. We I think that's probably in. better. But if we, I, I was, I guess I would be concerned about the idea of jumping in first and then trying to grab someone as you come down because I feel like everyone would be injured in that. Well, you said you would rather push her. Yeah, I feel like pushing first. Like that's, I think that's what people do, right? Like as when somebody is like nervous. To, about, what's the metaphor? Are we trying to teach her to swim? <laughs> I don't think that that is that a way to teach people is like you throw them in. Isn't I that think that's like that's an what, old person thing to do. I think, oh, yeah, okay. I think now you would be arrested and your children would be taken away from you. Yeah, I, I think I would freak out if somebody tried to throw my child in a pool so, and was just and, and their, their argument was, I'm just trying to teach him to swim. Beatrice jumped in once without anything. That was really scary. Yeah. How'd she do? She sank. I had to jump in <laughs> with my clothes on. <laughs> that happened. Well, it didn't work. <laughs> that happened to my son in... It, when we were in Missouri, and he uh, he decided he was going to take his life jacket off in the deep end before he got out, and so he stepped up on the step, and he his approach was he was going to throw it off behind him like this. I wish <laughs> really people could see. My, yeah, and he did, and he went and he threw it off, and I guess he threw his balance off as well, and he just kind of went, and that's what he did too. He didn't like his instinct was not to like. Oh, well, she tried. She was like a little bit above the water, uh-huh. and then she just. Kept doing this, yeah, but just going, going down. Aww. And you apparently stood there and watched her for I a minute. I did. For a second, I was like, because Grinley was floating in a raft next to her, and I didn't know. I kind of stood on the edge, like, maybe she can grab that, or yeah, she went under, and then I, too, went under, like a hero. The hero that I am, saving kids' lives every day. Yeah, so that was a great story about us. <laughs> so, See how kids. easy it is? It's like, we, we just taught you how to swim. <laughs> Now you jump in. Uh, so, Christina, you uh, you you were born and raised in Arkansas, I guess, right? I was born in Flint, Michigan. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So oh. now I'm disqualified. No, you gotta go. That's not. No. Right, well, this was fun, guys. <laughs> uh, I'm glad I could at least sing opera for you. Yeah. What are oh, we gonna yeah. do with the next half hour? Let's. <laughs> Um, well, she was late for the first half hour, so it's like... Oh, oh so yeah, really sorry about that. Cut out. Yeah. No, we, just, we just recorded nothingness <laughs> up to that point. We were sitting here <laughs> waiting on you You the guys whole are time. playing solitaire. <laughs> yeah, that's how we do it. No, uh, how long did you live in Michigan, though? Oh, well, I was raised here, so I, I was born there, and we moved when I was two, so... Okay, mm-hmm. and so you don't... Do you remember Michigan at all? Um, not from that period of time, but I spent every summer up in Michigan. So. Oh, so who's in Michigan that you go to visit? Family? Yeah, my mom's side of the family, they're all from Michigan, and then my mom, my dad's side, I have some cousins and... And you go up there every summer? I used to, I don't anymore. Yeah, because you don't like them anymore? Oh, I, yeah, I hate family. Yeah, that's... 
As you get older, you realize, yeah, family really sucks. I really only care about Elliot, and that's that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, um, uh, well, that's good because that, that gives you the ability to really make some comparisons between the South and Michigan. If any exists. Yeah. Well, surely something exists. But uh, you, uh, well, of course, you know, you're good friends with my wife. Um, Who? Yeah. <laughs> I name her name escapes me <laughs> um but you guys uh so you spent most of your childhood then in in bryant arkansas mm-hmm. which is not um not a terribly small town i don't know if you would define it as such but well i mean <coughs> it's bigger now but when yeah, i was true. there growing up it was maybe max three thousand people oh yeah really what Really? What's yeah. it at now? Like twenty five thousand or something like that? I don't know, but it's really expanded a lot. When we moved there, it was very small. Yeah, and the school over there has is enormous now. Mm-hmm. I feel like, especially compared to what it was. And like we've talked a whole bunch on this show about just like how the area around us. Which, of course, we're such a local show. We don't really get to talk to a whole lot of people outside of Arkansas. One day, but. Hmm. <laughs> like the the Benton Bryant areas are like these smaller towns and have really expanded to these huge places and I guess public schools are representations of that as student bodies grow. But uh, what was um, what was life like in Bryant growing up? Well, no, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna. I was Thank going you. to interrupt, but you know. um. Well, I guess it was kind of, it was a sleepy small town uh, with many oak trees. I don't know. Cue music. <laughs> yes. Um, well, I, you know, I remember riding bikes a lot uh-huh. and we could just basically go wherever we wanted as long as we were out, we were back by dark, of course. Um, now I don't think people let their kids do that, but you know are you allowed to go right in the <laughs> 90s it was cool no that's something that we've heard a lot about as well all of the people we've interviewed have been able to do that when they were kids but now yeah and we were the same way i think and riding bikes coming like back in the at woods dark a lot i mean did you live in that that house by mills park mm-hmm. like your whole childhood yep okay Pretty much so you spent a lot of time at the park. Yeah, yeah. the woods in the park. Yeah, that's true. There's a, it's a pretty wooded area around that. Well, they have that a particular. trail or whatever that is kind of woody. I mean, it's like in the woods, but it's a trail that's made with asphalt. So I don't know. Well, there are like little dirt paths too. Like if you get off that path, you can find little dirt paths and stuff. Mm. Or just trace through without. Yeah, paths. I guess you were more adventurous. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I seem know. to recall <laughs> my, my cousin Lance lived on the other side of where that park was and he and I would get to the park by crossing through the trees mm-hmm. so I don't know if that's a common experience but we would walk through this just like sh- short but densely wooded section and come out emerge on the other side of course now there's a swimming pool there so there's no reason to go out in the woods you can just sit in the pool that swimming pool has been there a long time it well it got bigger like a though it's like a it's like a whole kitty park thing now is it yeah with like stuff that sprays up out of the ground and whatnot but oh, yeah i guess there wow. was a pool there but they really upgraded yeah i <laughs> yeah. wait are you talking about the park in bryant yeah the what's it called park. mills yeah over there where that it used to just be a do they really straight up swimming pool because i feel like i went there like a month ago i don't i think aaron made this up <laughs> i'm pretty sure i feel 
I'm going to be weirded out if that's not right. <laughs> but at any rate, maybe it's not if... Uh, I guess either way, there's an aquatic section of the, the park, pool or otherwise. Yeah. Um, so you'd, you spend a lot of time in the woods, you think? <laughs> yes, like a wild animal. <laughs> like a, that, well, that's a, like everybody tells us that, though. Like it's not... <laughs> <laughs> we have lots of guests and they all say that's one of the common things that we hear it's just like oh yeah a lot of time in the woods oh yeah a lot of time in the woods and I, I guess we had certainly our share of wooded experiences like wild animals so did you eat things out there <laughs> yeah did you eat a grasshopper that's a question no I did not eat grasshoppers okay but I probably did try to eat like acorns and stuff hmm. and we had a lot of acorn fights did oh yeah who, who is yeah. we um, me and my neighborhood friends. So oh, okay, so there's like a posse of kids running around. Yeah, you like were... a gang. Yeah, <laughs> have a neighbor. Like throwing acorns at people. <laughs> so it starts with throwing acorns at each other, then they graduate to pelting the elderly neighbors. It's a and then you've got a gang war. Yeah, all over Bryant. It's a bad experience. There were only two of us, but <laughs> uh, two. Uh, wait. Yeah, just well, you three and, total. Okay. Sorry, okay, I three total. Because yeah. I don't know if two is a posse. Is that? <laughs> I don't just know the pair. definition. It's a dyad. <laughs> no, but that's I neighborhood neighborhood friends. That's a that I feel I feel that connection. Like I there's always <laughs> <laughs> um people <laughs> kids in our neighborhood. That was the, definitely a Are you going to edit a lot of a this out? <laughs> no, we no, don't we just ramble and ramble and ramble. <laughs> Which this is a lot of rambling actually, you know, not that I'm trying to Let's keep going. Yeah, move past. <laughs> uh, did you um, do you keep up with them, your neighborhood friends? Um, I saw one girl at my high school reunion in September, um, and I'm friends with her on Facebook, and that's about it. Oh, yeah, and then the other lot. girl, I have no idea where she is. I don't even remember her last name. So well, how long good friends we were. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, that's the nature of growing yeah, up, yeah. I guess. But did you did you spend a lot of time with them? Well, how long yeah. did you know them for? Like, did let's you know see. them through high school? Um, let's see. I met Tiffany. I met her in the third grade. And um, we kind of stopped being friends probably in middle school because she became kind of popular. You guys you might remember her. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember anybody. I don't anybody's know if I should say through. last names on here because... You know. No, it's probably good practice. <laughs> Wait, what's her first name? Brittany? Is that Tiffany. What you, Tiffany. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, she was really popular, so I clearly was not. So we kind of went our separate ways, and actually, that's when I met Lindsay. Oh yeah, wife. you traded up, I yes. would say. Yes, but. I traded up. <laughs> um, so uh, no offense, Tiffany, if you ever. <laughs> yeah, she, she listens. Yeah, she's, yeah. <laughs> she's no really doubt. into this. No doubt. <laughs> but the. Well, we're friends on Facebook. If you tag me, she might oh, listen to you. Oh, that's true. That's true. We'll totally do In that. In which case, Tiffany, you are so pretty and nice. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tag her, too. That's the... <laughs> um, so you, you met in high school. You moved on. You moved past your childhood friends, and you went on to bigger, better things. Well, right here, I am going to interrupt that's because <laughs> this is where I – kind of met you not really i mean we had a class together that's the first time i remember seeing you now i'm gonna go out ahead and say that i was really disgusting and nerdy <laughs> and whatever back then 
and I'm going to stop there. <laughs> well, I'm not going to stop there. I'm going to stop that thought there and say, I sat right behind you in algebra class. Is that right? Is that the first time? Do you remember that? I do remember that. Mr. It was Dalrymple. geometry. Or was it, ge- it was yeah, geometry? Steel, like a steel trap. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do remember that, but I think we had a class before that in junior high. I think we had a science class. Hmm. And I... Oh, now I sound creepy. Uh, I think you sat next to Jordan. Who's Jordan? I don't know Jordan. <laughs> Jordan? Um, who's Jordan? Wait, I thought I knew for a second, but I don't. <laughs> well, that's... Should, a, do I? Should I know Jordan? I don't... You should, because I'm pretty sure you sat next to him, and he went through all high school with us. Okay, I have no idea who Okay, that well, that's a trip down memory lane yeah. that's going to really <laughs> matter to everybody listening. But. Well, yeah, sorry, guys. I just <laughs> wanted, because my first impression of you when I was sitting, because I don't remember anything before that geometry class, was I was a little scared of you, and I don't what? know why. Did you think I was going to cut you? I get that a lot. You cut people a lot? No, I just, people think that I'm going to hurt them. I don't no, know. No, I didn't think you were going to hurt me. I just thought there was something off putting. <laughs> but, like, that's what you want to hear. Oh, this is deep <laughs> stuff. <laughs> well, and the only reason I'm saying that is because beforehand I, dis- I described how disgusting I was. I was like, I was much worse than whatever I thought, <laughs> I'm sure. But anyway. Uh, I don't, but now I don't remember where I was going with it, and that is disappointing. Well, thank you. (laughs) I feel really good about myself. Well, see, like now, now you're not (laughs) off-putting at all. You're, you're wonderful. Um, I've never felt like you were gonna stab me, but oh, okay, that's good. Maybe because my guard's not. (laughs) Let me just keep my guard (laughs) up enough. I don't know, but uh, so, (laughs) man. See, in high school, right? So you you moved past your childhood friends. You met other people. You sat near. Creepy, <laughs> creepy strange, scared Derek, <laughs> and um, I met my wife Lindsay. Mm-hmm. And um, so, what was uh, what was high school like as opposed to your young childhood? What was your high school experience yeah. like? And okay, so you you said you weren't popular. You lost a friend because of that. Yeah. Yeah, I felt pretty lonely. I guess. I mean, I had Lindsay, of course, but then she went off and was homeschooled for a while. Um. And then, I mean, I was friends with Masha, her sister, of course. But I remember spending a lot of time in the library rather than eating lunch, so... Was that studying or just, like, hiding out? Just reading. Yeah. Yeah, nerd. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's cool. Um, So you you feel like you just were kind of a, a, a loner in high school? A little bit, I guess. I didn't have that many friends. I mean, Masha, whenever I eat with her, I don't know. I can't remember when... What did so you read in the library me. during lunch? I don't remember. Come on, Derek. Not specific <laughs> titles. What sort of genre or whatever? Let Anything. me get out my list. <laughs> um, what were you into see. is what I'm asking. I liked angsty things because oh, yeah. I was a teenager, of course, and I listened to Nirvana and, you know, crap like that. So. Um, how did you get into I'm that not stuff? crap. Just because, because you're a teenager? I like Nirvana. Like, is, like, how do you, why do you think you got into that interest? of that sort of stuff like where did that come from just like is it just because that's what was kind of popular or what like was there was something it popular i don't i don't know i don't think it was really i mean i suppose nirvana was popular at some point in time but i don't know about uh, angsty stuff i don't because that's not necessarily what i read so i don't i, also I was didn't into go to high school stuff, so. but i mean i was disgusting <laughs> 
So that would that. Well, and I was off putting. So well, <laughs> it, it makes sense. If the two of you are a good like microcosm of high school life in the '90s or early 2000s, well, then angsty stuff must have been really popular. Because okay, well, so even if it wasn't popular, then why do you think you got on that track? Like, what what do you think about you and your like whatever it was that made you go there? Wow, this is getting deep. I feel like I'm in a therapy session. Um, it's okay, you can talk I, to <laughs> I think because um, I had problems with my dad because he was an alcoholic, so we were not close, and I just was really angry. So I think that was like the, the angsty aspect of my personality. Mm. It's sort of like an external manifestation of all that. That's, um... Did, uh outside of school though so you say you you were sort of closed in in school but I, I assume you still hung out with Lindsay yeah, and yeah. and other people well, outside of school so I met Lindsay did Lindsay tell you how we met probably okay I met her because my um we actually in what was it sixth or seventh grade um we had a <clears throat> excuse me a gym class together and we didn't talk to each other for like the whole semester and then my dad got sick and was in the hospital and was in a coma and I was crying in gym class one day by myself and she came up and started talking to me and oh. we were friends ever since well that's nice so yeah how how long was he in, I see I didn't know that that doesn't that doesn't strike a familiar chord with me at all but how long was he in a coma um let's see it was a pretty significant amount of time um I mean, I would say around six months. I don't know. My memory is faulty on timeline about that, but it seemed like a long time. But I don't. It could have been a month. Who knows? Well, I mean, I'm <laughs> sure. Know? I can't. I can't, like I can't imagine what that experience is like. Was like for you, but um, I mean, I'm sure that yeah, things like that are difficult to. And I don't want to push. If I go too far, just you know, stop. But you said that you were having like these angsty expressions you think maybe because of like how you were dealing with your situation with your dad but that was that was in high school right when you started nirvana all yeah, that yeah, angsty yeah, stuff yeah so like so he came out of the coma he did he came out of the coma um but he never really got strong and healthy again um you know he was smoked a lot had lung problems and drank all the time and he never stopped either one of those things um and he was very skinny he was like skinny like me except a man so like 120 something pounds just mm. very skinny and sickly um but he and my mom would fight all the time because you know he was drunk every night so <sighs> typical drunk man scenario i, I guess <laughs> they I like pick fights yeah <laughs> so uh, well well so at um let me see how do i did so you said your relationship with him was strained as well and I mean there's understandable reasons as to that is that right you said that it was strained mm -hmm. and that was part of the angst what was it like when you were a kid with your relationship with your dad was it better or did, yeah. was it, did he always have these issues um he always had drinking issues but they escalated when I got older like when we were little kids he would play with us and you know we were pretty close but probably around nine or ten his drinking escalated and that's when it kind of kind of separated or whatever 
Yeah, and I don't. This is like the last question I'll ask. But do you feel like that? Is that when you started to feel more reserved as a person? No, I've always been really shy. Oh, okay. So th- some of that may just been like your natural behavior. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't. That's I. I haven't known you that long. I guess I met you. You guys were still in high school when we met. I believe Lindsay was in her last year. Yeah. So I think that sounds about right. And I know your dad passed away within that period of time because I remember that experience and I remember going to see you at the hospital but um I don't I don't know you as a reserved person necessarily so that's a that's an an inch you you to me seem much more outgoing as an adult than all of that so I mean at some point I guess you seem to have broken away from that do you is there something you attribute that to or do you just think I attribute that to um traveling and learning French. Hmm. Actually, absolutely, because, um, you know, in French class, you have to, you're forced to talk to people you don't know, get up and act things out and stuff like that. So that's what I attribute to my more outgoing personality now. We just had this conversation about, um, like, communication skills and how those, like, honable skills and, Mm -hmm. and and about people just learning to break, like, habits or fear of communication just by communicating and like going out and just talking to people mm-hmm. by nature and there are things that force you to do that and I know that um, uh, I've always been a more or less quiet person I mean not I wouldn't say reserved necessarily but quiet maybe a little on the timid side but teaching broke me of that you know just ha- having to by force you know yeah you have to get up and you have to talk to people and you have to speak loudly and clearly and project your voice and so I mean that makes sense and so do you did you because well you said travel I don't I mean go ahead yeah okay uh you said that traveling kind of helped you and learning French broke you out of this shell or some metaphor that you broke out of where all did you travel and like how were, were there any specific instances in that travel that helped you kind of flourish yeah as to what you are now um well I mean I've been to several places in Europe and then um course like Mexico and Canada I I think um well obviously travel just pushes you out of your comfort zone in general you have to talk to people that you don't know people that don't come from the same background don't even speak the same language most of the time and most of the places I've been um and just having to be more independent just in general I mean I guess I can't think of one specific instance, but I think it's the the whole experience. It's just something that sort of happened over time, incrementally? Yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, I went to um, Greece and Italy when I was in, what, 10th, 9th or 10th grade, and that experience alone didn't make me a more outgoing person, you know what I mean? I, I That was more over time. Did you, in 9th or 10th grade, you said? Mm-hmm. Did you have a hard time? being in another country because you at that point in time I guess you were that reserved individual yeah I didn't just because we had like a tour like we went with a teacher and there was a group of us Uh, so I could kind of hide in the group right so you weren't forced to be independent in that situation and and, you know one of the things that we often talk to kind of get to that southern theme a little bit is that we're often told that people in the south they talk to each other like a lot there's a lot of conversation and that other places that people have been they don't see that as much and so you've been to quite a few countries, 
and even when you reach that independent state as an adult, as a student, as somebody who's trying to learn another language, did you find that to be true in some of the other places that you've been, where people talk a lot to one another and that that's something that you have to sort of cope with? Like just in a general out in public? Yeah. Um, well, before, I'm, I'm curious, like, so his question, this is this is to lead up to his question, how would you culturally define like how it is in the south in public like how do people interact well um something that i noticed that is different in most places that i go we will make eye contact with each other even if we don't know each other on the street you know like if you're walking down the sidewalk and someone is going the opposite direction like like in the southern united states yeah and you you make eye contact with them and you smile yeah and even say hi, like some people just say hi, how yeah. you doing? Howdy. Yeah, yeah, as you're passing each other. Sure, yeah. And I've not really found that to be true in the places that I've been, even in Europe. So that's something I think that's unique. Um, in Michigan, we don't really do that that much. We don't really make eye contact with each other on the side of the street. <laughs> yeah, would you? Would that be considered weird, do you think, if you said that? <laughs> <If you're... laughs> um, I think so. It would be like... Okay. She's Dang, not from she around here. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh and I know like in many cultures eye contact is even considered rude mm-hmm. or or something else entirely. So body language is a huge thing and I yeah, I mean I think I, I can definitely corroborate that southern experience where it's like and you almost feel you feel bad if you walked by someone and yeah. you didn't acknowledge them it's like you're purposely ignoring them like they're not yeah <laughs> yeah so if you might happen to have been doing something that kept you from acknowledging another person's presence I, yeah that and that's a big deal and uh, I I don't know I haven't been to as many countries as you have definitely but um, I've been south of the border and uh, and I've been to up in some northern areas and I don't, yeah, I don't find that to be the same either, but that might just be because I'm a tourist, you know, and maybe I'm a little less comfortable, so it's hard to, it's hard to tell since I haven't lived in those cultures, but, um, but we do hear that a lot. So, um, what were you going to say? No, I was just trying to get some context for what you were asking, like a little more context. Did that answer your question? Yeah, I got it. Well, so, I mean, what were, what were you originally asking again? What was your question? Oh, that, that was, that was my question as I was just curious to know, um, how, uh, <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> See, that's the, I guess that's the problem with changing direction, but yeah. I, I, I feel like that, that fit into what we were discussing is that I was just curious, um, interactions like that, breaking you of your the the sort of reserved nature that you had and in a sense I wonder uh like if it's more difficult for someone who is trying not to interact so much like being in a in a culture that values interaction uh probably like that sort of do you think people thought you were rude or or you didn't like them or things like that are you now, are you talking about here? Yeah, no, yeah, I'm thinking here. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, actually, Lindsay told me that she thought I was a snob because I didn't talk to anybody. <laughs> it was really quiet and would just keep to myself. Yeah, and I guess that, like, because if you had 
grown up somewhere entirely different. You know, it might have not been, you might not have been perceived that way because possibly maybe yeah. it's not, I mean, I don't know. I've actually heard that from a couple of different people that once they got to know me, they thought I was really nice, but they thought I was mean before <laughs> just yeah. because I was, and I also have an angry looking face when I'm not smiling. So I don't, I have not <laughs> noticed maybe, maybe you're just smiling all the time, but <laughs> You'll have to make your angry face so we can put a picture okay. of it. Mm, there it is. Mm. That's this is yeah. my resting thing. I, can you go now? <laughs> uh, yeah. So you you're that that make so you're um you studied French. You studied French. Uh, you're working on a master's degree now. I know. And yes. Is that in? That's also in French. It's in teaching second languages. Oh, okay. So you 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 got your bachelor's degree in French, mm-hmm. and so you're getting your master's in teaching second yeah. languages. And what do you intend to do with that? What's your, your I have overall no goal? clue. Yeah. <laughs> you don't <laughs> no want to teach, though. I don't think so. I think yeah. I hate teaching. So oh. don't tell you I are. We'll uh, not tag you, A-L-R. I don't know. Well, I love teaching you. I love it. <laughs> but, yeah, because we both teach there. Um, and wh- why did you decide to go into that? Because I had no idea what I was going to do. Yeah. <laughs> and it was coming to the end of my program, and I was like, I don't want to give up French. And well. I just had this opportunity, and I thought, well, I can go to grad school for free. So Sure, yeah, and it's, a, it's like a... It, one of the things too is that it keeps your resume updated mm-hmm. and it looks good. I mean, it's, yeah, and it's good experience. Oh yeah, it's sure. really. I imagine too for a second language, it's great practice because the, there are things that I did not really completely learn until I started teaching it. Because mm-hmm. you have no choice. I mean, you have to learn like a, a lot to teach a little, and so yeah. I'm sure that that helps develop that. What do you think? Wh- why would you? Why did you decide to get into teaching French to begin with? I mean, why did you decide to get into studying French to begin with, I guess is a better question. Um, well, mainly because that's the only subject that I've ever consistently loved. So. Did you do it in high school? Yeah. Yeah. And when I was a kid, I pretended like I knew other languages, you know, speaking in gibberish uh, or whatever. Pretend I was a spy and knew like 10 languages. <laughs> you could still be a spy, I guess. Uh, and my mom would get me like um, little books on how to learn Chinese and like Italian and stuff like that. So and you just settled with French. Yeah, I settled because that's all we had here, basically, other than Spanish. So. Yeah. But I love French. I I really genuinely love French. I think it's a beautiful language and a great culture. So I. And you. I'm not s- sad about my <laughs> decision. <laughs> But it's interesting, though, because it, it did you know going into, like, that bachelor's degree, did you know that it was going to require so much social interaction of you? Because even though it seems obvious, probably I don't think you always... Yeah, like, intellectually, of course you would know that, but yeah. then once you're... You don't really know until you start the class and you're like, oh, crap, I have to talk to somebody, <laughs> a new person every day and get up in front of the class and act out scenes and do all that. Yeah. Talk to the teacher in French... How did that, did you, did that third thing make you sick at first or did you, do, you feel like you rolled into it pretty well? Oh no, I was sick. I was shaky, nervous oh, yeah. all the time, heart attack, um, sweaty. Yeah. I mean, I've seen people just stop and quit in the middle of presentations because yep. they get in the middle of it. They think they're ready to go and they're just not. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's a lot, it's not being, 
being forced to in those situations is not always what we think it is. Lots of stuttering. <laughs> I still do that even when I'm not nervous, though. So. Do you stutter in French? <laughs> yes. <Is> <laughs> <laughs> um, but you've got. Um, you're working on a master's degree now, and you have a son, mm-hmm. and you live in Little Rock, Arkansas, which is <laughs> our biggest city. Well, I live in Alexander, so I'm just like... Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. So, well, close. I mean, I'm closer to Little yeah. Rock than, like, Bryant. And you have lived in Little Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and where do you, I mean, where do you expect to go from here, do you think? Do, where do, like, what do you plan <laughs> for your future? Are you racing Elliot? Like, where do, where do you see him growing up? Is it going to be some sort of outdoorsy, like, which you grew up? Or are you kind of... Like, what do you see for the future? I can't imagine letting Elliot just, like, go play in the woods. Yeah. I just can't imagine it. But I don't know. I'm more of a city person, so I probably won't live anywhere that he can just play in the woods. What kind of cultures are you going to try and instill in the new future? Because you've got... You grew up in the South, a little bit of the North, but you've also got to see the world a bit. Like, and you love French, which is like sort of a conscious thing about like perceiving a different culture you know so like having all of that in your mind when you're trying to teach the younger generation about the world like how do you think that's going to affect him especially if you continue to live in the south like do you think he's going to kind of grow up and be a little introverted as well like you but with all this information and fascination for different languages and cultures or (laughs) <laughs> Wait, does that cut, does that question not make sense? That's like <laughs> it is loaded. <laughs> is it? I better plan my future right now so I can answer this question. <laughs> Get back to this. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I incorporate French and like we have little kids' French books, so I mean, I guess I'm incorporating some sort of French culture into his <laughs> life. I <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm looking at like jobs with the government, so I may move you know, to the East Coast or something like that. So, who knows? Hmm. My The world is my oyster, Derek. I'm not okay. tying hey, myself down. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't trying to step on any toes or box you in. <laughs> that, that was the question he meant to ask. Are you tying yourself down? <laughs> but uh, he's, uh, how old is Elliot? He is two and a half. Two and a half. Do you think he's taking to another language at all? Not really. Not really. No. Well, I mean, it's not his first. I, mean, I don't know how you <laughs> immerse kids that way, but uh, I mean, I suppose kids learn second languages, but you just got to—you have to speak French constantly. At yeah, home. I need to do it more. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I assume <laughs> that's the assumption that I make. Not being <laughs> not being an educator in second language, but uh, <laughs> do you? Do, he will have definitely, I guess, have a different childhood than the one that you experienced. It seems because you. Uh, you spent so much time in 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 one place, I guess, except for going to Michigan in the summers. Mm-hmm. But uh, y- and now you're talking about possibly even living in another coast, another coast, <laughs> living <laughs> on a coast, <laughs> actually living on a coast, and in the east. So and then immersing him in a second language. Do you think that he'll lose something that maybe you had? Well, it makes me wonder, did you, with, because a lot of the people we've talked to on the South have a sort of a, a pull for here, like they have a love for it, 
do you feel like you don't possess that? Like, you're not like, <laughs> I'm drawn to the hills of Arkansas or wherever. Like, do you think you don't have that in you? You don't care where you live? Like, I, I don't think I have a pull for it. But, uh, like, when I travel, I'm, like, ready to come home. Yeah. I would miss Arkansas. If I moved away, I would miss Arkansas. Like, because Arkansas, not the family here. or, like, Arkansas? Or your like your friends and family. <laughs> That's I your think thinking. I would miss phase. both. No, I, I think I would miss both. Um, I don't know. I obviously a lot of my family's here, um, like my sister and everybody. Um, but I would miss, you know, like downtown Little Rock and how nice and warm people are here. You know what I mean? I I feel like I yeah. fit in more here. You know, when you travel, you don't really fit in. So I mean, there is that. Yeah, I'm, but I, I, I guess if you lived somewhere, though, eventually you would. But if yeah, yeah, if it, but you wouldn't let that stop you because the world is your oyster, right? Exactly. Yeah, so. <laughs> Not gonna get tied down by that pool. <laughs> so Not swimming pool, but the P U L L. Just to clarify, <laughs> it, the the getting a job or something like that in another state far away farther away at least from Arkansas and your family and not, that you wouldn't let that stop you if it were a job that you wanted and something that exactly. you wanted to do you'd exactly. be okay with that yeah I'd peace out the south sorry guys good yeah. show <laughs> <laughs> no I mean it's not a, that, that's more or less what we're curious about I think when it comes down to it for people I think that are raised in the south it for some reason it seems common that they want to stay there and at least with everybody that we've talked to do you guys feel like that uh, I mean, I don't know. I there was a time, and there at least have been times in my life where I wouldn't have, if I had early on, right after my bachelor's degree, got in a job somewhere else, I would have gone and would have been okay with it, or I would have gone to school in another state, mm -hmm. and that would have been okay. I think now that I've got two kids and they love my parents so much, you know, yeah. I would feel less inclined to do that. But I don't think it's just because I want to stay in the South. If that's a yeah, I think Elliot would be the biggest motivator yeah. for staying here. Um, but if I got a great job... Then... Yeah, I mean, why... <laughs> Sorry, See we'll just come right. visit. <laughs> yeah, I can, if you got a really good job, I can afford babysitting, I guess. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'd have to get a pretty good job to be able to make up for what my parents do for me in that category. But, uh, yeah, and I think my wife likes being here, so that, uh, that's part of it. I guess family keeps you makes a difference where you end up so if if your situation there's nobody there saying hey I'd rather stay here than you know you just go I don't know but um do you is there anything that you think you you gained from being in the south that's hard to say I guess but like living here for so long growing up anything that you gained that you're I got my southern charms yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> you don't really have a southern accent though Really? Because in the north, they think I have a terrible southern accent. Ah, that's neat. Yeah, I don't hear it so much, but uh, I, I mean, uh, who knows? I don't really hear it at all. It's because you're southern. Yeah. And yeah. you're around people that have a thicker southern accent or a heavier, heavier southern accent. It's true, but he, Derek and I have both talked about the fact that we hear a lot around here that we don't have southern accents at Yeah, all, people mistake so. me for a British person, which I don't understand, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, but I don't know. So it's like I don't know. I don't I don't really people. hear <laughs> yeah. southern accent in you really. 
But Derek, I feel like you're judging me this whole time. I think you're too defensive. <laughs> Every question I have, you <laughs> attack me. <laughs> well, like you're the one that said that I was off-putting. Oh, that's where it all started. Me. Oh, it's my fault. Is a residual bitterness because you didn't talk to her in geometry <laughs> all those years ago. I did talk to her, though. I was scared. I, I had a book in my hand, and I asked her a question. Is this a book? That might have been it. <laughs> Whatever. And uh, she didn't respond well to that? Apparently not. Well, she wasn't talking to people at the time. Here we are. I mean, I'm being attacked every time I ask a question. So, <laughs> so you're okay with uh, moving on to another state? I don't. Do you want to do a southern story, or is there a what? Who are you talking to me? Yeah. Um, oh, why'd you put me on the spot? I do feel you have like another question. It's just gonna get shot down anyway. So you might as you're well. You're right. Yeah. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> you finish off the interview. Uh, so we, the la- one of the last things that we always do is, uh, <laughs> and you said coming in that you didn't know if you had something, but we, we're just curious if there's a, a story, like something in your life that you think's happened to you that you feel like is characteristically Southern. Actually, let me ask this first, and maybe this will kind of help a little bit. What okay. do you think defines the South? Because you've you've mentioned a couple of things, you know, making eye contact in the street and that sort of thing. What is there? If there's something that you could just narrow down that you think defines the South, what would you say that is? Grits. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Edit that out, please. <laughs> no, that's. Good. I was going to put in some grits. crickets in that pause. <laughs> no i think it's like i said the before the warmth the i don't know you just don't find it like that's what i missed when i was abroad like studying abroad um during the summer last year that warmth that people have um i don't know inexplicable warmth i guess and being able to insult each other without them knowing it yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> I mean, how many zingers have you thrown out and I haven't just noticed? You'll hear them later. Oh, uh, okay. When I listen back. That's, uh... <laughs> Derek's just outright with them. Yeah. He didn't learn the Southern charm, the Southern subtleties. <laughs> oh, Backstabbing. <laughs> yeah. It seems like he's catching the ones that you throw at him. <laughs> well, yeah. So what's that about? Did you not learn it? Or... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can choose to okay. see see if we make eye contact with you on the street later, buddy. <laughs> but if is there are there any is there anything that you think that's just happened to you in your life that you feel like that that's a characteristically southern experience? That's the look of <laughs> I, I averted my eyes. <laughs> so. Yeah, I really should have thought this one out. I've been mudding once. That's very southern, right? Oh, really? Yeah. Well, what was that like? Um, well, it was with Zachary, so... <laughs> oh, that's not mudding. <laughs> that boy is not southern. No, I'm... I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, where did you mud, though? Somewhere by Hot Springs, maybe? <laughs> so, oh, but you went into the woods and... <laughs> Was it an intense experience? Or no, what? I'm sorry. This, like, I'm the worst guest you guys have ever had. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's pretty, pretty sure. terrible. That's, you know, <laughs> no, you're fine. Do you? Uh, Wait, can we do something different? I'm not going to ask Christina directly. Maybe you could do it though. Ask her about an experience that is like 
the opposite of the South since she's been so many places, something that kind of was the antithesis to living in the South. You, you know what I'm going You don't want to ask her that question because you feel like... She's going to just like shut, shut it, down. it down. <laughs> yeah, you ask it in a way that you can phrase it. Derek has a really terrible question. He's like, no. I'm just going to ask it anyway. <laughs> Is there is that have you had an experience that you feel like especially since you've been so many other places that you feel like is antithetical to the South something that you feel like um, <laughs> is just vastly different than the experiences that you've had growing up here? Say specifically, specifically, specific instance, specific instance. <laughs> is that? <laughs> It's something that's happened to you somewhere where you just maybe thought, that's not something I would have experienced in the South. Say, like, I'm so far from home, that made you think that. Can you say that? <laughs> say what? That made her feel like she's so far from home <laughs> in her mind. Did it make, did you, have you had an experience that made you feel in your mind so far from home? Um, okay. Um... Oh, God, I don't know. These answers are terrible that are in my head. <laughs> I feel like the silence would be better. <laughs> um, <laughs> By this time, yeah. we'll have downloaded the cricket sound. So yeah, okay. you really should. I'm really embarrassed, so I'm going to, like, curl in a hole. No, don't be embarrassed. No, you're doing fine. If anyone awkward. should be embarrassed, it's us. Wait, wait. There's but no I, reason for anybody to be embarrassed. I, <laughs> what? Who's... Nobody be embarrassed. Like, well, do you, I mean, by us, I mean Derek. <laughs> do you have any? I mean, you have answers, though, right? There's like, there's no reason they should be bad if they're your experiences. Okay. Well. Okay. So, just being in public, like when you go to a store, and I'll use France because, I, I just, I guess I'm obsessed with France. I don't know. Every time you go to a store in France, you want to like, like. Okay, here you talk to the people that work there. Like, you might have, like, chit-chat conversation or whatever. Yeah. Make eye contact. Maybe make a joke, a stupid southern joke. <laughs> make it really awkward. Um, anyway, um, but in France, they're just like, okay, what do you want? Okay, it's this much. Okay, bye. You know, the niceties, I guess, are not there. Yeah, they for forgo the nicety and just push yeah, you on through. Okay, go on. Have Get you ever here. tried I'm, I'm to... Not, there's no customer service. There's no such thing as customer service. You know, here we're like, oh, the customer's always right. What can I do for you? <laughs> Are you having a great day? I hope so. <laughs> Have you ever tried to to participate in those niceties and just been shut down? Yeah, I'll be, I'll, I'll be like, oh, how are you doing today? Uh, <laughs> it's going to be 21 euro. <laughs> that that, was, that silence oh, was a long I'm stare. Sorry. That, yeah, that's what that was. Sorry. Well, no, I suppose that, though, that that's probably what they want. You know, they want a quick experience. Just yeah. get in, get out, and they don't care much for that sort of thing. So probably... And also, because I've noticed me doing it, um, saying sorry constantly <laughs> probably is pretty Southern. Or maybe it's just American. I'm not sure. Yeah. And I say it all the time for everything. Would you say, is that sorry. a good thing or a bad thing? Or just a thing? It's just a thing. Just a thing. Yeah. Most of the time, that's the case. It's just a thing. But I don't know. I mean, I think that's good. I, it, having the reverse of a Southern experience, I think, is is a good twist on on the question in a way because 
I mean, we, we talk about what a Southern experience is all the time. We don't necessarily talk about what it is not, you know? Like, what are those some experiences that we have? And I'm sure we have them all the time, because otherwise we wouldn't know that we were having an experience that was particularly <laughs> Southern when it was happening, I guess. But um, did you have any other questions? Hmm. No, no, I'm not. I'm not asking any more questions. No, you're done. And that is Christina Campbell's non-Southern story. Yeah, that's well, Southern, non-Southern, Wait, in some ways. Well, I don't know what that means, but I'm going to go with. I agree with you. Okay. Southern, non-Southern. I appreciate that. I appreciate that you agree with me, even though you don't. Well, we're a team. Yeah, we're a team. Yeah. <laughs> I got you, <Yeah>. bro. <laughs> Thanks for having me back there. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, uh, I think it went really well. I like um, I, I really like the way that 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 we twisted the uh, southern story to tell us a non-southern story. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. it wasn't anything that we planned. No, it was. I think it just worked out. That's well. what you get on southern stories, folks. You get. Whatever chaos. This was. Yeah, <laughs> chaos. That's a good way. Total chaos. But uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, that was Christina Campbell's Southern story. Non-Southern uh, story. Here, it's there for you for your consumption. You tell us what you think. We would love to hear from you, um, and you can do that, of course, as always, on SoundCloud or iTunes. Yes, indeed. Or um, what Stitcher? Twitter. Yeah, but well, you can listen on Stitcher. But I don't know if Stitcher does comments or not. That's no, I don't know either. Uh, but uh, what Twitter? There's all that whole Twitterverse where people are insane and yeah, commenting. at bear underscore giraffe. There's a whole world of twittering going on, and we even involve ourselves in that a little bit from time to time. So hey, follow us. Yeah, yeah, do that and make your life a little bit more enriched. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, I guess until next time. I don't know. Is yeah. there anything else that we should say? Any, I, any other I, tantalizing I bit, feel tidbits like of information? That we should say to never judge a southern cow by its moo. Well, if that's if that's how it has to be, then I I concur. Moo. Mm-hmm.